The big question is, what will Donald Trump do if or when he survives the impeachment trial? So I guess the question is, what's next for President Donald Trump? My name is Hakeem Brown, and this is Pop City Culture. Welcome to the most listened to international podcast around the world. Hakeem and Reggie Brown are two young African-American boys speaking the truth. This is Pop City Culture. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Yo, man, there's been a whole lot of drama in the past week. Oh, my God. (coughs) I'm going to tell you something. Man, we don't know what's going to happen to Trump. We don't know if he's going to survive this this uh, impeachment trial. But, man, he's been ruffling a whole lot of feathers. I'm going to pass this baton off to my brother, Hakeem. And just so you guys know, if you don't know, like I said, this is Reggie Brown. So here we go. Hey, Hakeem, so what are we going to be talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about um, what's next for President Donald Trump, you know? <coughs> And, uh, Yo, man, cover your mouth. Seems like there's a cold going around, so me and my brother got like a cold or something. We're like, man, we got something. Been coughing, taking cough medicine, but I guess the, it's the season, you know? It's the man, season. Man, you know it's the season. This is what happens yep. in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. are living in New England, you know, not to get off track, but, you know, in New England, you got to take care of yourself, get plenty of chicken noodle soup, and uh, stay warm, and get a lot of sleep. We've been getting a lot of sleep. Hey, Reggie, um, speaking of that stuff, how, how are you doing in school? Because we're doing homeschooling. Man, you know school's there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know how, how we got our cold, but anyway, you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there. It's just tough. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know? So, you know, with this homeschooling stuff going on and everything else, you know, we, we try to squeeze our podcast in here so we can talk about some things that go on in the political world. So, like we said, today we're going to be talking about what is next for... President Trump. So, you know, as we all know, you know, January 6th was that big Capitol riot. People got killed. Things got destroyed. People just walked right in there like they owned the place. Man, they walked in there like more than they owned the place. They walked like that was their own house. And they're like, screw this, man. This is what we doing, you know? So the whole thing is this. So what what is it? Tell me. Tell me what it is. I got to hear this. You know, what what does somebody do after after they leave office. Well, you know what? I guess they'd be doing puzzles. We're going to give you a big update. You know, in the days following the U.S. Capitol riots, Trump overall public approval ratings um, dropped. Say what? To the mid-30s. Uh, th- now, that was some of the lowest of his entire presidency. Man, that's something he should um, not be proud about, bragging about that. And mm, that, that was amazing because he's, he's always seems like he's been on top. So the numbers would indicate that his future political prospect prospects have been mortally wounded. Uh, what do you think about that, Reggie? Man, what you think I think about that? Man, he, he obviously, his political career, in my opinion, is in the sink, in the toilet. Man, I don't know how he's going to be covered from this. Man, he was acting like a baby, like a fool in the end. But, you know, hey, that's him, you know. He got yeah, to be so, living with that, you know. You know, if we dive deeper into what's going on. Go on and dive deeper, brother. Go uh, on. It paints less of a dire picture, you know, for the ex- you know, for the soon-to-be ex-president, I should say. I mean, you know, while the Democrats, they you know, they never really liked 
um, President Trump, they always gave him a hard time, even in the beginning. He, he never really had a fair shot. Man, what are you, stupid? The guy was always up in somebody's face talking trash about somebody. Man, what you think, man? They ain't nobody give him no fair shot. Who would, man? But, you know, I would say that's from both sides, you know? No, I don't know. Uh, Reggie, do you remember when he first started how the Republicans treated him? Man, I'm gonna say, man, they were up his butt, man. They were, like, all over him. They didn't like him, man. You know why? Because he was an outsider, man. That's why he was an outsider. He was bringing in all his crazy little ideas. You know, I don't so, know. You know what I'm saying. You know, you know he was getting saying. it from both sides. But, yeah, obviously it's true. The um, Republicans had to fall in line. Because if they didn't, they were going to be left behind. Because... President Trump, he I mean, he was getting some huge rallies. He, he was filling stadiums. So that showed <clears throat> the Republican Party that, you know, yes, he, he was the leader of the party. And he was getting people more involved. And he was attracting a huge base. And it, basically, he was the base of the party, you know, or, or is. You know, it depends on how you see it. So, as we know, the Republicans had to hop on the bandwagon because they needed, needed President Trump's support if they ever wanted to get reelected because, you know, he, he had a very big power base, a very great following. Well, I can't argue there, man. You know, Republicans um, who were against him, they're, they're, they're with him now, and the Republican base appears to be intact now. I don't think we're seeing or we would suggest he loses any political status because, you know, people are still standing by him. Even though, like I said earlier, he's, his, uh, his overall public rating is in the 30s. I don't know how accurate a lot of these man, are. Man, you always got to question the accuracy when it ain't your man. Man, stop doing yep, that. Yep, but in any you case, know? he's still a significant base. Now, many of the Trump supporters fully believe Trump's assertion that the election was stolen by the Democrats and Republicans across multiple states. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he, he's still saying that. And it, they, they've also seen things in the, well, everybody has seen things in the media saying, you know, the, the, the election was not stolen. He needs to stop all this rhetoric. Yo, man, he do need to stop. You know, it's hurting us and it's hurting the country. And you know, it's hurting himself too, you know? But, you know, that, that's just the way he feels, you know? And I'm sure, like... I mean, let's face it, if we want to do a little history, uh, a lot of the other political parties did the same thing. They, they questioned whether or not the votes were valid. They, they, they questioned the, vital, the validity of it all. Yo, brother, I'd like to see some proof, but I don't think you got any. So why don't you just move on and stop being stupid? So the bottom line is, you know, President Trump's not the first one. He is the first one to actually take it to this, to, to this level. You know, like we said, he... You know, he said he wasn't attending the inauguration. He said he wasn't going to follow any of the traditions. So, yo, that ain't right either. You know, yeah, you know, it's 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 a, it's unfortunate, but it does happen in politics and in the world. And you know, people's feelings, they were hurt. So the parties, the party divides. Donald Trump, he ran for president as an outsider, challenging the Republican establishment, and and you know, he won. And his own party leaders and rivals for the presidential nominations were as much a part of what he, you know, what he was talking about as far as what he wanted to do. He wanted to drain the swamp. And has he drained it? I think he started draining it. But one thing he has shown, Reggie, what do you think he has shown the whole world about politicians? I'm going to have to be honest with you. I think President Trump did show 
how dirty and immature and childish politicians are on each side. Yo, I got caught like I see it. Especially, you know, when Pelosi was ripping up that paper. That was a disgrace, man, in front of the world. She made us look stupid, yeah, you know? Y- you know what the sad thing is? That it, you know, it, it took somebody like Trump to show the true colors of, of, of the, the heart and soul of politicians. Yo, man, like I said, like I always say, it takes a dog to beat a dog, you know? They, they can be really nasty, and I'm talking both sides. I'm not just talking one side. Because, you know, like I said, I try to be fair. Okay, you know, I, I can't argue there. You, you do try to be fair, you know. I, I probably do come out a little hard on you, but yeah, so, you, 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 you do try. <clears throat> you you know, know, like we were saying, um, go on, go on. where does the Republican Party go after Trump? You know, so this is going to be life after Trump. Yeah, it's um, going to be a little bit of life after Trump, you yeah, know what I'm saying? let me see. Uh, yeah, you better see, brother. <laughs> you know. uh, b- 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 so what are you talk about next? Looking at the paperwork. Um, All right, go on. 30, 138 House Republicans who voted to challenge the results of Pennsylvania presidential vote after the Capitol Hill riot, or the 197 who voted against Trump's impeachment, they're sticking with their ex-president. So, like I said, he, he's keeping a strong base. Um, he isn't tweeting anymore be- because he, he got banned from the tweeting. And, yeah, that's like a social media thing, which, which is really sort of hurting hurting people in America and their trust as far as American free speech. But you know what? What you going to tell me now? I got to hear this. I mean, Reggie, do you want to talk about you know how, how corporate America is acting? Yeah, man. You know, for decades, the Republican Party, they've been operated as a, as a fusion between social conservatives and business interests. But I, I know one thing. The later appreciated the party's advocacy of how, you know, how he lowered the taxes, he reduced you know the regulations... And tolerated a former support for abortion bans, religious freedoms, and initiative, and and the gun rights, and other hot buttons. You know what I'm saying? You know, Reggie, I do know what you're saying. And I'm glad you're finally giving some kind of kudos to the president because, you know, it isn't like he didn't Yo, do Yo, man, I don't want you to think I hate President Trump. He does do stuff, just like every other president. But he does some stuff people don't like, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the bottom line is, you know, he is president, so obviously he's doing something. No matter... What you do in office, you you are gonna do something. It's not like you're just sitting there doing absolutely nothing, which is what I think a lot of people try to <clears throat> try to paint that kind of a picture. But you know, it, it it isn't a picture like that. Yo yo yo, bro, ain't that what I just said? Ain't that what I just said? Okay, Reggie. So moving right along, yo, you also have an event evangelical. Um, base too. Now, in corporate wing of the Republican Party is uh, Trumpism, social conservatives, who may not be far behind. Um, the strong evangelical backing for a man with two divorces. Now, get this. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but President Trump, he's been divorced twice. Oh, my God, say it so, ain't so. Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing against the guy. Well, maybe it might come off that way. Some people have said if he can't hold together a marriage, how can you hold together a country? Hey, man, you know, there's going to be a lot of truth to that. I mean, how can there not be a lot of truth to it? You got to explain but that yeah, to you know, me. Like you know? I said, he, you know, he's gone through two marriages, and and he is, well, Reggie, what do you think? Listen, you know what I'm going to think. You know, the guy has to have, in my opinion, a good track record. I mean, if he can't take care of business in his marriage, how's he going to take care of business in the country? That's just what I'm saying. But, you know, people can yep, argue so, with me, you know. So here's here's the thing. You know, even, even though all that happened, like we said, 
people are sticking with Trump. So life without Trump. Uh, there is, of course, a possibility, a huge possibility that Trump, despite protesters and and everything that's going on, all, all the negative feedback, um, he, you know, if if he wins this uh, this uh, impeachment, he he may come back. He may come back bigger and stronger because, like we said, he, he has a base. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now back up the bus. I, I, I didn't I didn't expect this. Mm, and the talk, uh, and there is talk of a brand new political party. Reggie, what do you think about Reggie? What do you honestly? I, I I need to know. What do you honestly think about a new political party? Because right now we only have a two party system, which is the Democrat and Republicans. And I know in the past. People have said, you know, if you bring in a whole bunch of other parties, it takes away from the other parties, which hinders somebody from the other party winning. But should we be worried about the other parties or just the best person for the job? Um, tell, tell me what you think. I'm going to tell you something right now. We all know that I am a hardcore Democrat. I was born a Democrat, and when I get to vote, I will be a Democrat. But I believe in a lot of Democrat you know, philosophies and stuff. So a third party is just going to mess it up. I mean, if you got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, why you want to throw dirt in it for, huh? Huh? Get serious, man. Don't, don't be asking these stupid questions, man. Yep, so, you know, Donald Trump, you know, he did a lot of things. Well, first of all, he ended up putting up the uh, border wall. Now, that was a disgrace. People come here trying to get a better life, trying to keep people out. Mm-hmm. So everybody's wondering when... When President Biden comes in, will he will he tear the wall down? That's one of the big things. Um, Reggie, what do you Yo, think? Yo, man, people want to come here to build a better life because they're trying to escape that kind of oppression and poor place where they come from. So, you know, I, I don't think they need the wall. People want to come here, you know? Reggie, let me ask you something. Do you think uh, the wall's a good idea? I mean, the, the whole point of the wall was... From Trump's point of view, to keep us safe. Now, you know, we have the the COVID thing going on. So if people come into the United States um, illegally, you know, not through the front door, basically what I'm saying, and they carry diseases, one of which is the virus of the COVID, which is killing, it's killing America. And we're still waiting for our vaccines. You know, it's, it's really hard to get. They're just vaccinating old people right now. Do you think... We should be accepting anybody based on what's going on in the world today. Yo, man, that's like a double-edged question. I mean, first you ask me if I think the wall's a good idea. I don't think the wall's a good idea. But as far as what's going on in the world, nobody could have foreseen this epidemic. So, you know, man, come on, be serious, you know? Okay, well, you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. I think a lot of people would argue that they want to be safe. They want to make sure, um, you know, because they have kids and they have parents. And right now... You know, you know, like we heard, um, in a lot of nursing homes, in a lot of hospitals, people are just dropping, and the numbers are incredible. 300,000 people, although, you know how I feel about the numbers. I mean, I don't personally think you should be adding last year's numbers to this year's numbers, because in my opinion, it gives a false false numbers. It To, to me, it's misleading. If you, know, if you say ahead of time, in general, this is how many people die, 300,000, but you know, Reggie, we even talked about this. You know, when, when we talk about the flu, we don't add up five years of the flu and say, this is how many people died of the flu. We, we usually separate it year by year, which I, yeah, I'm, I'm a strong believer. This is what we should be doing. We should be doing it 
year by year. This is sort of ridiculous. This is what sort of irritates me, but I don't want to go off on a tangent. Then don't go off on a tangent. You sound sort of stupid right now, you know? Getting back to uh, to Donald Trump, life after Trump. So the, the other thing is President Trump did a lot of things with the foreign policy. One of the things I did like is he recognized, I think it's Israel as the capital, Jerusalem as the capital. Um, um, he, you know, he, he did something that none of the other presidents did. They promised, but they never, ever did it. Um, so, Reggie, what, what do you exactly think about that? You know, man, that's like a setup question, man. You know I think that's a good thing. You know, anytime, you know, Israel and Jerusalem is being recognized in a positive way and we recognize them, man, that's a good thing, you know, because I ain't going to lie for years. Yeah, you're right. They did get ignored. And that was a slap in the face. But, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. I got to so, give you that one. You know, like, like we were saying, um, um, President Trump recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, which, which is very good because that's something, that's something I always wanted. You know, I mean, I heard so much about this from a lot of my friends, too. I know so you had friends. That, that's a big plus for him. Um, will this be reversed? A lot of people are worried about that. You know, is he going to reverse something like this? Um, because, you know, there was a lot of foreign policies that he did change. You know, the NAFTA, a, a whole bunch of stuff. The, you know, the trade agreements. And people are worried about what's what's going to happen with the future of America and all that. Now, um, you know, we, we talk about Social Security. And we're wondering what's going to happen with that. But before we get to that, you know, uh, Trump did reform the tax taxes. I don't know what you mean because I don't think there was a big problem with it beforehand. I mean, yeah, he reformed it, but you know. Yeah, he made it a lot easier. People were getting more money back. So is that going to be reformed to something better or something worse? We, we, we just don't know. So the future of Trump, you know, we think he may run for president if he survives this impeachment. Say it ain't so. A lot of people are happy. A lot of people are upset. But like we said, a lot of people are living in fear. And I don't think this is a really good thing for people to be living in fear. Who, who, I mean, that, that, that's sort of sad. But it ain't living in fear. It's living in fact. Anyways, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to end this right now. I'm going to hand this over to my little brother where he can say. It is time for the famous Hakeem Brown's words of wisdom. Take it away, my brother. Where do we go? from the highest office in the land to retirement. The average person wouldn't know what to do, where to go, how to spend their days, but they'd probably be reflecting their days at what they had and what they lost. But when it comes to President Trump, you know, he's going back to business. He was really a businessman before all of this, and I'm sure he'll still keep busy. But the big question is whether he will survive and come back to lead the Republican Party. If it survives this impeachment trial, if he does, he will be forced to deal with people who voted for him and against him. He will be a force to reckon with. Will he want payback? I don't know. He has a great following of people in his party. People still respect him and they'll stand by him. But as for his next move after the trial, if he wins, only he knows. These are going to be dark days. Because we have no idea what the future is going to bring. But right now, it is dark times. What is the future 
of President Trump, I guess it's the future like any other president. He has to take it day by day. He'll have to figure out what makes him tick, what gets him out of bed every day, what motivates him. He will have to figure out and decide his next move because only he knows. None of us knows what he's going to do because we can't get inside of Donald Trump's head. We can't get inside and say, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This is the way it is. Donald Trump has only one pair of shoes and only he can fit in them. What will he do next? I guess we'll see. But until then, he'll take it one step at a time and we'll be watching. Thank you very much for that enlightening words of wisdom, Hakeem. That really means a lot to me and everybody else. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And here's my brother again. I just want to say thank you for joining us here on Pop City Culture. We come to you every week with every a new week podcast. With a new one. And it's always something good. We, we really do enjoy all of you coming here. You've made us one of the most popular international podcasts around the world. So until we meet again next week, I do want to say one thing. Be kind and affectionate to one another. Remember who you are. Until then, my friends and family, peace. Can't believe we had a podcast about life after Trump, what he's going to do. The guy's like a billionaire, man. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> what he's going to do. Man, what am I going to do? <laughs> Peace out, everybody.